Hey everybody, welcome to Quotes and Stuff with the Kennedy Bros, the podcast where three brothers talk about movies, comics, pop culture, and stuff while adding our own quoting flair. This is your host, Nate. This is TJ. And I'm Christian. Before we go any further, there are time codes in the description if you want to jump around to different parts of our episode, but if you're just tuning in for the first time, this is how this week's going to go. Kicking it off with our opening question, followed by revealing the quote from last week, playing the quote for this week, then we're going to talk about the news from this past week. Then we're going to wrap up at Moon Knight with talking about episode six, the finale, and then kicking it off with our topic. Christian, you want to hit us up with our opening question? Yeah, so the question of this week uh, is, when's the time that you've been most out of it? Like, I guess you could say, you could say tripping, but we're going to say, yeah, just when you haven't been <laughs> all the way balls, there. Man. <laughs> TJ, you want to start us off? Yeah. I mean, I, I'm honest. I... I really don't remember most of it, but it was uh, when I got my wisdom teeth out. Um, they, uh, I was, I think I was a senior in high school. I was 17 or whatever. And um, I went there and I remember they, they put the needle into my arm and they're like, yeah, just, you know, count back from 10. And then like, you should be asleep before the end. And I, I said, 10. And then the next thing you know, I, I woke up in my bed. But uh, interestingly enough, um, after uh, they finished the surgery, uh, I pulled out my iPhone and I filmed myself as I was like still loopy. So we have, I have about an hour of footage of me um, <laughs> super loopy and saying all these weird things and just acting like a maniac. Um, but it's really, what's really interesting is that there's certain moments in the video where I say, I think I'm like getting better. I think I'm getting out of it. And I, I'm saying this all slurred and like, my head's rolled back. I look like, like I'm dying. Um, but I remember those moments. I remember every time that I'm like, hey, I, I think I'm not as loopy right now. And then it's all bl a blur till the next time I say, <laughs> hey, I think I'm not very loopy right now. <laughs> um, and so, uh, yeah, those are, those are, those are good videos. If, if, if fans want them enough, I guess, I guess we can send them someone's way. <laughs> Just send us a message, I guess. They're, they're not that entertaining. But, <laughs> but um, we, we can confirm that TJ was very much out of it, giggling like a maniac. I remember mom was like, TJ, stop it. Like mom was mom getting was freaked scared. out. <laughs> <laughs> mom was like, my son is not is the joker on the inside. <laughs> so yeah, yeah that's, that was my, my biggest trip. Uh, don't even remember it. <laughs> All right, TJ, TJ with the wisdom teeth. Mine is a, a little bit different. Um, my like second semester of college, I had a period where within 72 hours, I only got 16 hours of sleep. Oof. And so... Healthy. Uh, well, that, that, wasn't, that wasn't by choice. I, I am pretty sure I have undiagnosed insomnia. Uh, I should probably ah. get it checked out. But I thought it was the diarrhea. No, <laughs> no, no, not that. But uh, yeah, I remember like I was up all night and then I took a nap and then I took a nap from like one in the afternoon to seven at night. And then I was up all night the next night and then I, fi and I couldn't sleep. I took maybe like a 30 minute nap during that day. And then finally at like six in the morning of that day or night, I, I finally fell asleep until like maybe like nine or 10. And then the following day, I get up for class at like eight in the morning, but I ended up waking up at noon with my alarm still going off. So that finally finalized it. But I do remember I was going to class and, you know, we had like group projects. We were in groups and we had to discuss something. I think it was like a history class or something. I remember like my group's like, oh, what do you think about this? And I went to like answer the question 
And then I started talking about a bunch of nonsense and like things that weren't there <laughs> and babbling uncontrollably. And I'm like, I sound like a, a, a freak right now. Like I have no idea what I'm saying. So I, I very quickly just started to shut up. But I remember just going back in and out of like trying to stay awake. But I just remember having a killer headache and I'm like, I can't say anything normally so i tried not to, to speak otherwise people would be like what is wrong with this guy so you're just a freak like me it's like ah, so what do you think we should put on this slide well obviously as we know about the romans from 18th century <laughs> physics if we just put it all together it should make perfect sauce <laughs> everyone <laughs> i think what <laughs> uh, i think something's wrong with nate yeah so sleep is very important to everyone out there like you can function off little sleep, but if you're up all night every night, you're not going to be able to function very well. I, I know from experience. So get some sleep so you're not a uh, mad tripping like I was that day. Mad tripping, yo. <laughs> okay, I guess that leaves me then. I feel like uh, mine isn't quite as uh, quite as bad as either of your guys is. I mean, I I felt a little weird after getting my wisdom teeth taken out, and I had like a goatee at the time, and I remember. Um, feeling it and thinking it was like a marshmallow on my chin. I'm like, what is this marshmallow <laughs> on my chin? I need to get this off because <laughs> um, my whole face was numb. I, I would say, though, one time I was probably I probably got concussed. It's uh, I, I realized that now when I was boating and uh, it was, you know, it was years ago. I was with some friends boating on the lake and was tubing and and I don't even remember exactly what happened now. Not because I, I got hit so hard in the head, but definitely flew off the tube and smashed my head against the water. I think we were going pretty fast and it felt like my jaw had kind of like shifted. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> and then I just remember being like in the boat night. and just being like, uh, what's, uh, what's going on? I, my jaw really hurts. I got hit in the head and I just couldn't really uh, make co coherent sentences for, for a little bit. Um, so I'm like, yeah, that was probably pretty dangerous because he got hit in the head and I was in the water. So two things that don't mix uh, well at all. So, yeah, that'd probably be it for me. I, I can't say exactly what I did or, or didn't say, but I definitely felt a little out of it. So, yeah, concussion. Bad, bad news. What Christian didn't know is that six friends went on the boating trip, but only five <laughs> came back. <laughs> oh boy! Yeah. So uh, that that was it. That was it for me. I'm sure other people have qu quite more interesting stories uh, than we do. So if you guys have a, a funny story out there when you were just totally out of it, uh, shoot us a message or email and let us know of your funny story, or maybe not so funny story, but when you were just out of it. <laughs> Yeah, tell us how you got expelled. We'd love to hear. <laughs> Anyways, that is our opening question, but we, we have to move on to revealing the quote from last week. Man, I got no idea. I just, Me neither. Something with speed or James Marsden, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Actually, it is neither. We did Sonic 2, and in light of that and talking about uh, superpowers, we did a quote from Justice League. It's the moment where Justice. after uh, Ben Affleck meets oh, the Flash, right. oh, he's like... Hey, the Flash asks, like, what is your superpower again? And then he's like, I'm rich. I'm rich. That's the only that's power right. Batman has. He's a crap ton of <laughs> yeah. money. I mean, he is extremely smart, but I, I would say that's a superpower. He's just extremely smart and extremely rich. And paired together, he's the Batman. Yeah. <laughs> so all the smart, rich people out there, or we better look out for them. So you see any vigilantes in your city with Bill Gates or Elon Musk or someone? Well, chances are it's well, them. Here's the thing: you also be like in super good shape, like 
probably that's like a top physical true. specimen in the world too. So you have to have that <laughs> going for you as well. You got to be like a, uh, uh, Usain Bolt or LeBron James, right. To be able to do all the stuff that Batman was doing. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> that was the quote from last week though. And we got to review, play the quote for this week. Sorry. All right, that is the quote for this week. We will play it once again at the end of the podcast and reveal it at the beginning of the next episode. Time to dive into our news segment, though, for this week. Starting us off, we finally got a trailer for Avatar 2, The Way of the Water. And surprisingly, it's only been released in theaters. It's not been released online anywhere. So I didn't see any talk about it, but when I went to see uh, Doctor Strange earlier this week, it happened to be the first trailer. So I was very shocked. I'm like, oh. I didn't know they had a trailer, so Avatar 2 trailer released only in theaters. Only in theaters. Yeah, it was just kind of whatever. Maybe they thought it was so poor they decided only to release it in theaters where they could force people to watch it, right? Because no one was going to watch it willingly. Um, no, it, it just was like, oh. Um, it honestly, it, it made me think, of, oh, these dudes are copying Avatar The Last Airbender, The Way of the Water, The Water Track. Yeah. Come on now. Like, they're a little, little too close, a little too similar here for there not to be some, some copying going on. And we already know they're, they're copying Pocahontas and, and uh, Dances with Wolves. So, uh, yeah, it was just kind of, it was kind of whatever for me. And, I mean, I'll probably go see it because it's a sci-fi movie and I'm sure we'll talk about it. But that's all I got for it. Yeah, that's, uh, at the very least, we can appreciate that they're taking a page out of... Uh, uh, Fast and Furious, and this one seems to be all about family. So, <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. So I, I'm excited that it's not just a direct sequel. Like there, it seems like going to be more relationships, but it kind of just seems like drama. No one necessarily cared uh, to watch. So I'll still watch it though. Yeah, I'm we'll sure still it'll be watch. entertaining enough. But yeah. my 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 friend that I, I want to see Doctor Strange with, he's like, oh, this movie is going to look beautiful, and I'm like, you know what? It will look good. But will it feel good? But probably like, not. But we'll probably, well, like you said, we'll be entertained. And I, just I, like Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would have pulled the, well, who's to say on him? Rile some, some uh, feelings up there. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, it's been announced this week that Justin Lin, longtime director of the Fast and Furious franchise, is out for Fast 10. He is uh, stepping down. Some have speculated due to uh, a failing relationship with Vin Diesel, but Justin Lin is out to direct Fast 10 and is currently being replaced. And who's he being replaced with guy again, Christian? Yeah, so it's the Incredible Hulk uh, director, right? And we all love that. I mean, I love the Incredible Hulk, so this, this bodes well for me. Um, <laughs> uh, Louis Leterrier, and I could be, again, pronouncing that wrong, but yeah, the director from the Incredible Hulk. Maybe that means we're going to get like Vin Diesel becomes so angry and then he'll like change into this super strong even more powerful being than he already is i don't know he turns into he's groot. Unbe- he turns into groot he, yeah, he yeah. literally becomes groot uh yeah so that, that'll be he drives cars hulk driving cars like if hulk was invincible before if now, hulk had a car when he was fighting thanos boom. <laughs> there we go if he had a car when he was fighting thanos he would have won easily no, though again, the Incredible Hulk is a little different than Mark Ruffalo's Hulk. I always That's say Mark Ruffalo's Hulk. That's true. Kind of, kind of weak, if, if you're asking me. But uh, I, when so this was weak. <laughs> when this was being uh, just announced, like on Instagram and everywhere, I would just go on to the comments and just be like, 
sometimes it's tough to live with family. <laughs> that was like my comments <laughs> uh, on all of these different, uh, these uh, postings and it got some love. So, uh, yeah, family, family has been a little tough here with this, this 10th movie in the fast and furious franchise, but, uh, it, it's being brought back hopefully with the incredible Hulk director. I was just going to say, I'm sure Vin Diesel will do another post similar to the one he did to the rock. And <laughs> when like, he's just like roasting, roasting like, the rock. <laughs> where he's like, come back dad. Like, no, no, let's no. Let bygones no, be bygones. No, no, he didn't say that. He like, he little brothered him. He's like, come on, little yeah, brother. Come, yeah. come back. We got to do this for family. We got to do this for family. Um, ter- for terrible imitation right here. I'm just kind of doing whatever. But, um, yeah, he tried to little yeah. brother him. It was so funny, and, and yeah, yeah, of course, the rock's like rocks too, too proud to to I join. Ain't no Tito Jackson, <laughs> exactly. Exactly, he's not a Tito Jackson. Is Fast Ten the last Fast movie, or is that going to be Fast Eleven? I can't remember. I th- Fast Fifteen. Uh, it's really <laughs> tough to say. I thought they were going to do one more. I think they were going to do Fast Eleven, but I, I could be I could be wrong in my knowledge of the subject. And I also could be wrong because they could just decide to do a couple more because they're such big money makers. So you never know. But, or I don't think the Fast and Furious franchise is going to die, but I'm saying two more with Vin Diesel before. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's calling I, it. He's yes, calling it quits with I family. Think, I think he's going to be two more. All right. Wrapping up our news, it's been announced that John Watts, who is, uh, well, obviously he's the director of Spider-Man, all of the Spider-Man uh, Homecoming or Spider-Man Home Trilogy, I guess you could call it. Uh, he was originally set to direct the new Fantastic Four. That would be coming from Marvel, but it's uh, been announced that he is stepping down as director from uh, this new Fantastic Four project. And here, here's my theory, which I'll talk about once we get into the subject matter, but I think people are jumping ship from Marvel. Um, from the MCU, and I, I think we'll only see more stuff like this as as the time as time goes on. But and maybe, too bad. But maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> well, and maybe he just needs a break too, because he's done he's done the three Spider Mans in a sh- very short amount of time, right? That's so he, he could just be like, you know, I just need a little break from the Marvel world, uh, and want to, I don't know, want to use his creative liberties to do a couple a couple of different things because he's probably already done pretty well money-wise uh, from those Spider-Man films. So, yeah. That's fair. That wraps up our news segment, though, for this week. It's time to, to move on to talking about uh, the finale of Moon Knight before we dive into our topic. TJ, I got to ask, did, did this solidify for you, or was it like, no, were you unhappy? Was this the deal breaker? Um, it was the deal breaker for my number one. Um, uh, after watching the finale, I still think what if is the best uh, series Marvel has created. Um, but it, it wasn't bad. It just, they didn't, they, I don't think they did it quite right. Not a, it wasn't bad enough that it was like the whole series was tarnished. I think it had all the right elements. It just didn't do it in the right way. But um, nothing so egregious to make me hate the series as a, as a whole, but just kind of like, ah, that, that was a bit of a letdown. But I still really like the series. Yeah, I, I thought actually I, I liked the this last episode and even though it was a little short and I think they could have done, I think they could have done a little more with it. Um, but regardless, I thought it did a pretty good job at ending though. I'm still, I'm still very confused. Um, and I, I really need to look into more of like the whole ending. Maybe you guys, maybe you guys know this on like, Oh wait, he wakes up back in the, the psychiatric hospital and then, uh, Arthur Harrow, who's the doctor, is is bleeding. So, like, I don't know. There were some things there that I'm just like, wait, what what exactly happened here? Um, but I, yeah. I enjoyed the ending. 
um, though it could have been like a little bit longer and a couple more things could have been, could have been done overall. Uh, I liked it. And I think it's probably my number two uh, behind what if, and I think that says a lot cause it's a new character too. Right. And they were able to yeah. do, do that with this guy and it's yeah the number two series i think behind what if for me i think i'm i will put it ahead of what if a little bit just because like what if blasphemy (laughs) what if uh has some episodes that i'd rather not rewatch again not that they were terrible but i'm like there's no need to really rewatch them again uh and so i don't know as far as like a new character and telling a more compelling story i enjoy moon knight for that reason i don't really have a reason to to hate the finale like tj is saying I didn't feel like crazy fulfilled, but I think it wrapped up the story enough or put it enough for a season two, which I imagine we'll be getting sometime. Uh, for me, it was entertaining. I did really like, in my mind, they clarified things up. Uh, I know Christian was a little bit confused with the psychiatric hospital. So this is, this is my take. But I think, so everything that we'd been seeing up with Stephen and Mark and Indiana Jones Adventure and Harrow, that's all real. Uh, you have, uh, you know, when they're in the Duat in the, the Underworld, you know, that's also real because New Knight and Khonshu and um, Amon are all real. But the, the moment where it's kind of uh, him and Steven talking to Hero, that's the doctor. I think that whole moment is in his mind. And it's kind of like this season, this episode six finale is supposed to be like him and Mark, uh, Steven and Mark have that reconciliation, that ease of mind where they finally accept each other. And kind of that whole battle with Dr. Harrow, I think, is something that played out in her mind. And it's finally once they're able to accept each other and, you know, kind of switch back and forth unanimously, basically, or really fast. Like, that's when they're able to see, like, okay, this is the prison that we've created for us in our mind. And so I think that whole uh, escape or that, yeah, that reality where they're talking to Dr. Harrow and it's kind of like they're kind of fighting over control. I think that was their mental battle that they finally overcome. And when they wake mm. up in their apartment again, that's in the aftermath of everything happening. And so I, I don't think, I know that seems a little bit, or it might not seem right, uh, super easy to get right away, but that's kind of my take on it, that that's it, this is their internal battle that they finally overcome. And now they can more clearly see the reality that has been shaped in front of them. Yeah, I like that. I think that's a, that a good sense. explanation. Eh? Well, well done. Well done. Well done. <laughs> I think my major issues with the ending really have to just do with kind of the final battle scenes. Like I felt Ahmed and Khonshu's battle made sense in terms of like the things they were saying to each other, you know, their conflicting personalities or, or viewpoints on justice. Um, but like I felt Harrow and Mark slash Stevens was completely rushed over. Like I, they didn't have the dialogue back and forth that I think they should have had. And I think it was so so lazy to just cause them to black out and beat everybody i'm like hey like have mark and steven be the ones to and then you know after it happened they were just like steven was that you no it wasn't me mate and it's like weird okay whatever we're fine (laughs) you know no one thinks of it i'm like no like i wish mark and steven had beaten harrow like they did more where they figured out how to beat harrow and amit like it was actually a difficult thing rather than oh that was easy and then introduce Jake Lockley where they did in the post credit scene. Because the post credit scene, I really liked. I'm like, oh, oh yeah, this is, this is great. But, and so I was really just, I, was, I, I felt like they totally, they totally whiffed that uh, with the, that end scene. And they could have, eas- it would have been more difficult. They would have to come up with more. But I think it would have been a lot more fulfilling. That, that's why I was really disappointed with the end, is that major climax moment I felt they missed. 
Yeah, mm. I can feel, I can feel that because it definitely did feel like a little bit of a cop out just to have him black out and then everyone's dead around them and Jake Lockley, who must be superior in his in his fighting skills, you know, was able to take out uh, everybody else. But we didn't we didn't get to see that. So yeah, I, I'd have been okay too. I think with an extra ten minutes of uh, Moon Knight fighting and and Mister Knight right fighting Arthur and going back and forth and it's pretty even. And then Harrow, he gets the upper hand right at the very end. And then you can maybe do the blackout, but give us like an extra 10 minutes of action. If you're not going to show them actually winning. Right. And I'm also still a little confused by his power, Arthur Harrow's power. Like he has the staff um, and he has this like connection to Amit, but Amit obviously didn't know who he was when she was, you know, when she woke up, right. And and was freed by, uh, by Harrow. So I mean, he had the staff and then it like turned into the head of Amit it, when they found, I guess, the the statue, right? So I, I don't know. It was, that was all yeah. a little, little confusing to me. It was just a little, yeah, just a, a little fast. But at the same time, I'm like, it still, it still worked for me. It wasn't so, yeah, so terrible that I'm like, ah, no, can't believe they did this. Yeah. It, it still I, was okay for me. I think the difference, especially with Harrow, is like, you know, kind of how at the end that all of his followers got his judgment power thing that he had. Yeah, I have no I think, idea how that happened. Because I think yeah. at the end, the reason he had all the powers that he, he did is because... Uh, he became the avatar. He became the, yeah, he became the avatar for He Amit. learned the way of the water. <laughs> but, he, but remember, <laughs> he learned he beat, how to airbend. He beat all the gods before he was the avatar. Was he not? Yeah, exactly. He just got the staff somehow got more power as soon as yeah, it was weird. They didn't explain that. That, and, that is true. And then like he had he remember he called up the dog, the Anubis dog, early in the season. Then we never saw that Anubis dog ever again or that yeah. type of power. Say, like, wait, how how are you capable of doing this? Right. And maybe there's a better explanation out there that I'm just totally not seeing. I gotta look into. Again, uh, didn't dive totally deep into this one for those explanations. But going back to the action, though, I, I can understand your qualms about kind of having them black out and kind of making it all Jake Lockley. But I think for the action that we did get, even though it was shorter, I thought it was very entertaining. It's good. It was. Um, I did like the, they had, I think, a, a one shot in there or one continuous shot of them fighting. I also really liked uh, Layla and kind of her becoming the Scarlet she's, Scarab. Like, yeah, that she's was pretty really cool. cool. Yeah, yeah, I think that, that was, was super re- cool. That was really interesting. She kind of her costume. It kind of just looks like a much better Wonder Woman than we got in like Wonder Woman 1984. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. You're totally <laughs> right. And she even does like the 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 cross thing. Right? Yeah, Where, to block <laughs> everything. And I, I thought her teaming up with uh, you know Moon Knight and Mark and Steven, like their whole I think fighting escapade I felt really worked and that was really cool to see I think for for character progression as well oh sorry so it's just it's not the action that I didn't mind like because I felt there was plenty of action I just think they didn't it wasn't fulfilling in the sense like you know they didn't talk to Harrow they just fought him and then right when Harrow walks and is you know giving his big bad guy speech instead of having this moment where they figure it out together they have like the thing where he's like no Harrow like you're bad, or you know, whatever the dumb thing. This hero. <laughs> uh, all right, Harry. no way, man. You're you're, you're evil. evil. <laughs> exactly. And so instead of that, they just blacked out, and it was over. And then it was like, oh, okay. Also, okay. All we have to do is it's like, how do we stop Amit now? It's like, oh, we just we just throw Harrow in here, and boom, like easy. You know, they're just. It wasn't as a fulfilling 
victory as yeah. I think it could have been. Not the action wise. It didn't need more action necessarily. Like you that just could have helped. You wanted more problem solving, so it was more difficult of challenge to beat Harrow rather well, than. Well, I, I wanted that, the but back just and more forth between Harrow and yeah and uh, Moon Knight or Mark because it's like they really don't. Ha- that's the problem. It's like they really don't have any beef with each other. Other than the fact you that want beef, Harrow's, you want you want beef, you want beef. <laughs> <laughs> I got something right here. Yeah. Well, um, YouTube YouTube quote for you, yes, yeah, there, but yeah, yeah. So I just I just think there needed to be a little more uh, dialogue back and forth, where like you know we show that they are on different planes, and that like Stephen and Mark are overcoming Harrow's bad ideology instead of just nah, you you dead son. Like, yeah. Well, I think it actually did a good job with Kanchu and, and Ahmed. And you mentioned this. Yeah, they where, did that. that where they good. had that back and forth. And then Kanchu's like, well, at least, uh, you know, I, I have a because choice. Because it was my choice. Yeah, right. And maybe they, well, that, was good, that was a good impression. Nice job. Um, yeah, yeah, but uh, and maybe they just felt like, oh, because Kanchu's saying it, we don't necessarily need it between Arthur and Mark, though. There was so much, I feel like, back and forth between them throughout the series. Right. right? And I felt it, it like it was building up towards okay, there's going to be a, a final back and forth between them, word wise, right? So yeah, I guess that would have been nice. I mean, I, I still would have been happy with another ten minutes of action, though. It was it was very satisfying uh, with Layla and Mark going against Haro. It also yeah shows how powerful Haro is. Um, Haro Haro. I know I keep on going back and forth between the pronunciation of that. Um, <laughs> Thanos kind of, look alike. <laughs> Thanos look alike. Kind of like Han or Han um, from, oh. the early, from the early Star Wars days. Um, but uh, I, I want to say, going back to the, the Layla point, I thought they actually did a really good job with that and doing some like kind of foreshadowing throughout the series yeah. of her becoming an avatar uh, of a god or a goddess. It you know, turns out to be a goddess here. And so... Uh, I, I really like that because sometimes I I feel like if, if other shows they might it, they might just throw it in they're like oh we have Layla oh we got to give her a superpower boom right and and it was just like oh wait what the heck that happened out of nowhere this one I felt like there was some good foreshadowing and she had some good character de- character development and she yeah. had some of these you know demons herself and it wasn't just like hey here's power now you guys go fight together right it, it that flowed very well so I was really I was really happy about that yeah it's amazing when. You don't try and just connect to a ton of other Marvel characters and only have like three main characters who have their own stories and development. What amazing things you can do. Like the things that I mentioned at the last, the final episode, I think there's some a little bit bigger things. But for the most part, the only qualms I have are really little things. Like this was a great series. It was, um, yeah. I really hope this is going to be my first opinion. I really hope they actually don't connect it to the broader MCU. And they make it their own universe. Keep, keep, I mean, it, keep it more standalone, self-contained. Yeah. And they they probably will connect it at some point because that's just Marvel, right? And, and they connect yeah. stuff. Though I think they could keep it separate for a little bit and then, uh, you know, involve other characters later on, right? You know, they'll they'll get a tag team with with Daredevil and with a Spider-Man and uh, Doctor Strange, maybe like a Midnight Suns type of group. But that could be still mm. way, way, way far off. We might seem like a team up between... Moon Knight and Daredevil at, at some point, but yeah, I could I could see more uh, a team up between Moon Knight and Blade with the upcoming Blade film. That will Sorry, did I, did oh, I say yeah. Moon Knight? Did I say Moon Knight Sons? I meant Midnight Sons. Oh, no, you did say no, Midnight no, you said, Sons. You said oh, okay. <laughs> I was just saying I, I see him more likely having that team up team oh, up Blade, Blade yeah. in his, in his movie since Blade also cameoed or his voice did in Eternals, and so Midnight Sons I don't think you're very far off with. I do want to mention that that post credit scene with Jake Lockley. I, I found that that was really cool. Me it was too. Like a nice, it was a nice twist <laughs> yeah. to be like, okay, 
he has been their whole time there the whole time and he just likes murdering people. I saw a theory that um Jake Lockley, like, you know, obviously uh Mark created Steven out of uh, you know, out of the traumatic memory of his mother beating him. But I could have seen he could have created Jake out of Jake to take all the pain that his mother beat upon him. And that's why Jake Lockley is kind of like this more not serial killer type, but more like aggressive type Brutal that like, brutally yeah. murders people. Though so, it's not yet, not the same as in the comics, right? In the comics, he's more of the street smart, savvy type of guy. This one, he's, a taxi he's driver. even more brutal than Mark, who was a, a, an operative, right? So they're even going even, even a step further than what Mark was able to do, which I, I'm okay with. And I thought it was cool too. I, I smiled at the end when, uh, Maybe this means I'm a psychopath when he comes out <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I like, you know, it's, you know, it's Jake, right? And you finally see his face and he smiles and pulls out the gun. And I'm like, yes, Arthur's dead. Like I, I wanted him to die. Yeah. I wanted truth. him to die. When too. Mark's like, <laughs> no, like uh, it, he kind of pulled the whole Batman thing. He's like, oh, if I yeah. kill it, I'm just, I'm just one of them. And I'm like, no, like, what, what are you doing? And so then and when Jake's like, well, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> so having Mark bring you the, or excuse me, Jake bring that satisfaction of, of Harrow being toast uh was was very nice and it was also kind of humorous that it was arthur now in an actual insane asylum asylum. instead of the mind asylum so uh, things come in full circle there which was uh, much appreciated and how about how about oscar isaac like american english and now Spanish, like, dude. Well, like, I mean, he is, he is Spanish, right? So he's, in, he's in real life. Oscar Isaac is, I, he, I he comes know, from Spanish descent or Guatemalan descent. No, no Venezuela. He's half, I think he's half Venezuelan and half Guatemalan, right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, actually, I could be totally wrong, but anyways. But yeah, just, I'm like, man, you're just, he's just going on, like, Next thing you know, like he's gonna have a Russian personality, and then like, <laughs> and then a German, <laughs> and then a German. Yeah, maybe Japanese in there. Who's to say? Like, yeah, yeah. So it's he's he's killed stuff. it. He's killed it, and great to see it all. And oh, I, I want to point out too, Layla when she was doing the back and forth, that was that was great too. I mean, yeah, she really saw she was, a, a bit of it, but good good on her as well. Yeah, Layla's been fantastic. She no, I have no qualms about her in this. She's just been she has been reliable. She has been smart and she has had character development. She's not just, just an idiot. Like, <laughs> this, is, uh, this, is, this is what we want, Marvel. A character like Layla uh, can hold her own, has the development. Like, hopefully we can mm-hmm. see more of that when we have uh, side characters, any side, of char- any side characters, no matter who they are in the future. Uh, currently, there has been no confirmation of a season two for Moon Knight, the director and kind of showrunner of the series is talking about yeah they haven't let me know anything he's like it's also it's marvel so it could be a movie that moon knight appears in next or a different tv series i kind of hope like tj they continue his storyline because i think there's a lot more compelling things with his storyline and it's very like he said tj said self-contained and i think that adds to the charm especially with the direction marvel has been headed with everything being connected and so hopefully we can get to see a season two rather than this just being a limited series but for now, we do not know when Moon Knight will show up next. Well, on Disney Plus, it says season finale, not series finale. So that, that <laughs> so begs the question. This, this means, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, eight out of ten for me. I'll I'll say I'll say that. Like, oh, I had some issues we... with the end, but oh yeah, sorry, I was just kind of saying it, saying it. Oh, <laughs> I didn't okay. mean, but yeah. So I, I I I I would easily recommend this to anyone. I'm like, hey, after Endgame. Just like maybe watch No Way Home if you want, but then just watch What If and Moon Knight. Don't don't watch anything else. You're not you're not missing much yeah. in, in my opinion. 
Yeah, I'll, I'll concur with that 8 out of 10. I won't do the stars, just concur with what TJ said. Good series. That wraps up our thoughts on the Moon Knight series finale, or season finale, I guess. <laughs> for our listeners out there, let us know your guys' thoughts as we've talked about Moon Knight from, from week to week. It's time, though, to dive into our topic, and we, uh, we watched Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Um, I think for all of us, it was a movie we all had on our, our top five most wanted to see of 2022. But before we dive into our, our hot takes and opinions, which people either agree with or disagree with, uh, <laughs> does someone want to give a summary very fast? Oh, this one's going to be, yeah, we're going to have to go to Google again for this because there was several things happening and I don't know how the yeah, best to explain it. Here summarize we go. This. <laughs> here, here's, here's a quick one. We can just say, um, uh, oh yeah, here we go. Uh, I don't think this is a good good review never mind it says dr strange casts a forbidden spell that opens a portal to the multiverse mm, however a threat emerges that may be too big for his team to handle that is a, not a good that's review a, that seems a lot more like spider-man no way home than well dr. no strange that's, in the, the, multiverse that's what the trailers were leading us to believe was that that description but the true description i don't know if we'll, we'll get a true one because this movie spoiler alert is not at all what it seemed like it was going to be from the yeah, trailers. I, I, we'll go back to traditional. I'll, I'll give the summary. Okay. okay really go, go, go for it. Go for it. So when a girl that has the powers to hop through to different multiverses appears to Dr. Strange, madness happens as he has to journey through the multiverse to get her safely back home from a familiar, from a familiar friend that is now a threat. Maybe keep her safe from a, Familiar yeah. foe. That was good, Nate. Well done. That I, was good. That, I, I that was a very nice summary. It, it was like you were reading it off something. That was well, well he done. He typed it out. Check the computer. Mm. No. <laughs> I, was, I was about to say we could make Google fourth member of the podcast, but I think I just dethroned Google. So got him. Back, well back, back to the internship, Google. But um, <laughs> yeah, I, I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start off with a hot take. I did not enjoy this movie very much. Not that I hated mm. it. But I, I think there's some significant flaws in it. Uh, and because of that, it ruin, not ruins everything for me, but I was, I was severely disappointed. Not mad, just disappointed. Um, I'm, I'm going to say that's actually not a hot take. And it might not be. It, we're, <laughs> we're probably all in concurrence here just by, just by the vibes. And even after watching it, I was like, you know what? I, I think we're all going to be in agreeance here i know agreeance isn't a word but we're gonna be See, in agreeance here, here's the thing though everyone i go to watch it with they're like yeah i loved it it was great and i'm like no oh my it was God. not because the people so then, are fools <laughs> and then uh, and then uh, i go into my reasons why i didn't enjoy it and then all, all my roommates call me highly opinionated and be like every movie we watch you say is the worst movie ever which i don't say the, no. the worst movie ever but man they need to become I, friends with us because then they'll be like wait a minute <laughs> nate is actually very reasonable and, and yeah, exactly. Like reasonable. They're like, what? Uh, I'm being reasonable. reasonable. Like, this is me being reasonable. <laughs> Sorry, that's a quote from the movie. Mm -hmm. um, I will give this take on it. I think it is a fun movie. Like, I think if you go and you just like throw away any hopes you have for the MCU, I think you'll have a good time. Like, it's entertaining. Be that as it may. I think it completely shatters the MCU and in my opinion shows that they have no idea what they're doing. <laughs> um, mm. But it does have significant issues like you guys said, but I, I went in with such low expectations, I think that I was able just to be like, Hey, look at that. That okay. Yeah. Okay. What? But 
Anyways, we'll get into it. Okay, <laughs> like, so do, do, do you want to start with something good or do we want to just start with something we, we, we thought was a flaw and then just see what happens from there? Can I, can I start with a flaw? Um, okay. okay. <laughs> say, Did you first, want to start with flaws? Let's go. Okay. I don't know why. This is not just Marvel, though. I think it's a Disney thing because it happens in all their TV shows. Every single non-adult they have is the most smart alecky butthole of all time. Like, Oof. <laughs> like, America was the absolute worst. I'm like, what? Like, you you contribute nothing to anything. All you do is, like, make snide comments to Doctor Strange, which, you know, you do have some, like, uh, history. The, the, and, like, you should... Re- reason within to be angry at Doctor Strange. There is reason to be. But I, I just don't understand why Bar- or Disney is always like, you know... This kid has had a very traumatic experience and just recently had something where they almost died and was betrayed by a true friend. You know what we should do? We should make them a complete jerk. Like, let's not have them be like somebody who's afraid and like very silent and not trusting and maybe, you know, act like a normal human being. Let's make them a Disney teen that would be on our Disney Channel original movie or Disney Channel tween series that is always just making some really snide comment that has no purpose in anything, doesn't learn anything, but then randomly saves the day at the end. I'm like, no, this is just, this is ludicrous. TJ is a little bit caught up. We also, when we talked about Adam Project, also hated the kid in that. That's what I was thinking Uh, when we were like, I like Adam Project, even though, I mean, that's not Disney, but yeah. There was another thing you said where you hated the kid or thought someone was annoying. I can't remember what. It it might've been in Hawkeye with um, Kate Bishop. Kate Bishop. She got annoyed. I think. For me. I think it was. I hate all the orphans in the world. In the world. <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I think that's what it was. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I no. guess America was an orphan. Like, like, and I, <laughs> sad I, it's as that. Well, I guess you, maybe the parents are still alive. But I'm just like I. I just don't like it when a character's sole purpose is to just, just act really rude and contribute nothing to anything. Like, I, I just want there to be more to a character than snide comments that mm. like other 13 year olds are gonna laugh at. Yeah, and also just just to clarify, all the orphans in the world that is from Nacho Libre. We yeah. don't we don't hate all the orphans in the world. It's a quote from Nacho Libre. I think we hate any of them uh, actually. That Esqueleto, exactly. Esqueleto uh, says to to, to Nacho. Um, but yeah, and surprisingly, I didn't dislike America as much as I thought I was going to because I'm very I'm very on the same lines of TJ. With a lot of times they bring in these these young kids ages 8 to 12 that are just annoying <laughs> and really don't bring in a lot of purpose. I didn't think she was like incredibly annoying by any means. I do felt like she didn't bring anything to the table though. Like the only reason she was there was because she was able to well she was the problem in the first place, right? She has the power mm-hmm. to go from universe to universe. And Scarlet Witch is chasing after her wanting that power, right? So uh because she has that power it ultimately leads to the problem. But uh, yeah, I just didn't feel like she had a, a ton to to offer. And yeah, I know she was still she was still understanding her powers. And yeah, you see at the end of the film her training to be a wizard, right? Just like uh, all the other wizards. Um, so well, they are the dead ones. <laughs> I guess sor- sorcerers. I guess. Sor- yeah, yeah sorcerers. I know. I just like to say, dude, you're embarrassing me in front of the wizards, right? Like, yeah, Tony Stark. <laughs> so yeah, I just I just didn't feel like she she added a lot of value and, and didn't really help uh, at all. And I mean, yeah, maybe that was the point. Cause yeah, and she's young and didn't know her powers, but it was just like, Oh, okay. And it felt like such it, a cop out, you know, where it, she's Dr. Strange, like you can do it now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that yes, was it's pretty it, bad. That was pretty bad. It's basically, uh, 
She, I didn't find her the most annoying. She was a little bit annoying, but she's now she's a MacGuffin in this movie that everyone has to chase. As long as they're also chasing another MacGuffin, the Book of Ashanti. So <laughs> multiple MacGuffins, and then her character arc ends with. I can't control my powers, but if you believe you can control your powers, <laughs> believe you in yourself. And then yeah. she controls her powers, and it's like you just need to punch, punch the universe. <laughs> but then, even when she like believed in her powers, Wanda's like, "Psych, I'm still the most powerful being around." Uh, yeah. Right? And then she's like, "And because no one's more powerful than me, I'm gonna have to to bring this whole place down on myself." You know, it's yeah. just like uh, felt a little yeah. weak, right? I just think mostly like she was a means to an ends to be like, hey, yeah. we need to get into the multiverse. We'll bring in this character instead yeah. of maybe trying to do something interesting with her or kind of show more of her, her character development and her history. She's just going to be someone that's going to be getting chased all the time. And then we're going to throw her a cop out ending so that things can wrap up. She seemed more like yeah, means to get into the multiverse yes. rather than a living, breathing character that people could connect to or understand more, which I think why it, she kind of flops in the movie or her character flops in the movie is because she doesn't really feel like a real person. She's like, I'll just punch randomly at times and then we'll go to cool universes and be like, multiverse, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the punching was cheesy right at the very end when after Doctor Strange tells her to believe in herself and then she jumps off and does the punch. I'm like, oof, that it just it didn't look good it just looks so just so fake but and i'll also yeah nate i totally agree with you it really was a means to an end for an introduction of the multiverse and i will say a, a poor one at that uh i just like i feel like the multiverse is something that has been talked about for so long right and they hinted at it but it wasn't really there in spider-man uh this the second spider-man when when uh what's his name? Jake Gyllenhaal. Mysterio was like, Oh, I'm from an, I'm from another universe. And, right. But no, that wasn't really the case. And then we get a little bit more of it, right. in Spider-Man no way home where we, we have different, uh, different characters, uh, universal selves that jump in. Right. And so you're like, Oh, okay. And, but this one, I, I don't know. It just, it totally fell fat, flat for a, a, another, uh, multiversal experience. And I'm just like, Oh, like, Dang, just a, a bit of a letdown. And it was bait and switch, too. The previews were lies. <laughs> lies, <laughs> Steven. <laughs> uh, you can't trust the part. trailers for anything, really. Unless the trailers that basically say the movie, then you can trust those because those end up telling. When they, when they reveal crucial plot points in the trailer, then you're like, okay, <laughs> you know, that's real. Like maybe all the Fast and Furiouses and things like that. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> But I think that one of the biggest flops for me or one of this movie, I think one of its flaws, it's not really a Doctor Strange movie. Like, because this is, this is one of my mm. biggest complaints about it. Doctor Strange is no different at the beginning from the end, except that he has a third eye now. He doesn't yeah. have anything that he and wants. And he changed his watch. Remember, he changed his watch. <laughs> that, that's he's true. Yeah, he's, watch, oh. he, he's now come to the conclusion of, okay, I, I like, I'm happy. I'm, without I'm okay Christine. without Christine. Uh, yeah, and here's that's another thing. They didn't build up their relationship at all to be like, you mean so much to me. Like, even well, at the like, end of the first one, they were still just like, you know, friends with the thing, right? <laughs> they, and then yeah, all of a sudden, boom, were, she's married. Yeah. And like, I felt like they hinted so much at like, oh, Christine means so much to me in every universe. But it's like, we have not seen you two together at all, except for maybe five minutes in the first one. So I think that falls so, for his character development. There was kind of there was what if though, right? So and that would that did play a crucial part here. And that that episode four and what if really was showing how much he did care for because he literally destroyed his universe 
to yeah, be with her, right? So there's that. that Most people did that, watch that, but that was Strange Supreme, though, not this Doctor. Well, Strange. but Strange True. across the universes. In fact, they're not that was the like same. The, they, yeah, are they are different. We are not the same. <laughs> and that's like going to what if that was like the only any sort of reference we got to what if throughout it, which also ticked me off because. Yeah, Captain Car- well, Captain Carter, but uh, oh, also, Captain yeah. Carter, that's true. Yeah, but that wasn't but like it was the same they, one. It was very they. You could have easily put in Supreme Strange. Would have been great. Would we been thought great we got him with the trailers, you know. And see, like, I, I, I knew, I knew, we knew, we knew. you knew. You is not the man of God. That's we, we also three nacho quotes. Three I'm nacho going, <laughs> going on here. I'm on fire right now. Got a uh, hat trick up in here. <laughs> we did talk about in the trailer, teacher, that it wasn't Strange Supreme that we saw. It was but you, sinister. Strange. Our warnings, yes. Yeah. But I wanted think, it to be. And he was weak, man. So yeah, weak. Got his yeah. too. I mean, <laughs> but like, ugh, yeah. Going back to Doctor Strange, not really being the main character, or it's it's not really his movie. He, I feel like Doctor Strange is just kind of gets pushed from multiverse to, multiverse to multiverse, and because it has to deal with magic, it's like, oh, this is why Doctor Strange is here, but. Doctor Strange really isn't the main focus of this, and it's like in a movie about mm. call it Doctor Strange, he has to he has to go through something, he has to want something, but he doesn't really want anything. Like at he's the just beginning, there to save. You know, yeah. yeah, he's just kind of there to save and help. And like even at the beginning at Christine's wedding, he's like, ah, oh, I wish we could have made it work out, but also at the same time, he's like, I'm good, I'm fine. Like so that didn't really feel like a major plot point. Even that like they keep asking Doctor Strange, are you happy? And he's like, why does everyone keep asking me this? They didn't even like. I think dive into that or make that a focus point. It's more of Doctor Strange. It's just going to cool universes and he's going to help out this girl that kind of is semi-related to a sorcerer powers, but he's not really the main focus of this movie. And so it feels like when they do focus on him or he's, he's just doing stuff in this movie yeah. rather than trying to grow. And it doesn't really tell like a complete story. I feel like it's like a bunch of things happen and it's crazy. But it's more like fragments and all these fragments together. They don't make that cool little 3D ball that you thought you were making. No, it's, it's a pile of it is a pile of junk and it, it doesn't really work. And so not really having that complete story, I think, really bothers me because I'm like, this isn't a Doctor Strange movie. This is movie multiverse of madness filler movie. Well, you know, yeah. what, you know who the main character is, is it's Wanda. It Wanda is. is the main character. Again, it's WandaVision season two. Yeah. Um, which. Here's the thing. It was a huge twist. I didn't see it coming at all. Just I spoilers. Mm. Wanda is the villain, everybody. Yeah. But it's Wanda. It's, it's been Wanda all, all along. <laughs> <laughs> it was Wanda all along. <laughs> but in my opinion, that was a terrible decision. Like uh, I and, agree. And, and this is what makes me, you know, feel like people are leaving the MCU or something because it's like, hey, there's if Wanda, you know, you had a TV series about her. You literally resurrected Vision and you set up all this future stuff that could happen to her with mutants or just her as a character. And you're just like, I mean, maybe she's not dead, but it's like, no, she's, she's going to be an anti-hero now. Yeah, she's yeah, not. And, and she is really an anti-hero in the comics, right? Uh, I mean, there's a lot of different comic stories and, and she's not just the plain good, right? So I think that's what they're, they were going, going with this and they, want, they wanted to show her being all powerful. That and I and I love Wanda as a character. I think she's one of my favorite characters in the MCU after seeing WandaVision. Uh, but it, yeah, this one when you brutally murder so many people, and I was it was and even even then I was okay with that because they were all pointless anyways, and they were really a waste of space. So I'm like, okay, that's good. They need to be, they need to be killed. They need to be killed anyways. But and. But- she just got a little too focused on on family, right? <laughs> See, um, here, here's the thing for me with Wanda. 
I think like WandaVision, I think tells not, well, not a perfect story. I think it tells a good enough story of she's in grief. So she creates this whole reality and she's like, oh, maybe that wasn't the best thing. What I don't think works in this movie is they make I'm still her in grief. <laughs> you know, no, no, not even in grief. They make her literally evil in five seconds. Like, yeah. there's no like, oh, I'm in grief and now Which is I want to murder everyone. Like, due that to the transition, dark hold, right? Remember the, the dark hold. Dark see, hold. see, that's the thing. That's what they say. The, the dark hold corrupts people, but they don't really show like, oh, this is the dark hold's fault that she is more corrupted. It's like, no, she is evil. The only moment I thought like they may be like, oh, it's the dark hold's power all along is when uh, Professor X goes into her mind and he's trying right. to rescue her. I thought that was normal Wanda, but no, that was Wanda from the other universe yeah. she was trying to rescue. Yeah. Yeah. And so I didn't really like how they just made her, her natural character evil. And I'm like, there is no jump between she's grieving that, okay, she lost her family to like, I want to kill everyone to get my family back. I want to kill Plus, right also, now. Yeah. Vision is alive. White Vision is out there. Yeah. And you're like, <laughs> she's totally disregarding him. And he has the, he has the memories of the real Vision too. Yeah. So, backwards. so, so vi- yeah, Vision is out there. So I, I just felt like her character arc is probably, it's the most compelling in this movie, or it should be the most compelling. And, you know, you do see her kind of go through crazy stages and grief a little bit more. But I think it falls flat because it's such a quick pivot turn to be like, no, you are evil. Like, you will literally kill anyone. No way, man. Your You're evil. Yeah. <laughs> just, and it's it just, it, because of that quick transition and her having to be so evil, I think... It really, it's hard to sell her because they're like, this just doesn't really make sense. Like, maybe like, this isn't the show, Wanda we've ever seen before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like, that's why, like, it could have been a really powerful moment when she like looks back and she's like, crap, I'm a monster now after doing all these things. But I think you could have had more of a slow burn to be like, she is at the point where she's so desperate that she wants her family mm-hmm. that she's starting to make even more poor decisions. But no, the movie immediately starts out be like, I want America Chavez. I've been literally sending demons at her to kill her. And I want to get that and power I'll to kill see my anyone you again. need to right here, right now. <laughs> exactly. And so because of that, like, I think her character arc, it just doesn't make sense. That being said, I did enjoy seeing how powerful she actually is. And yeah. I think that was cool to see her show off her power in a lot of different ways. Uh, that, oh, yeah, that was probably maybe one of the, the po- only positive points for me from this movie was to be like, yo, there's no, I, I always was like, one is the most powerful. And people are like, what about Thor? What about Captain Marvel? You know, well, guess what? She she obliterated Captain Marvel in two seconds, right? And and all these this this fake Illuminati. This is not the real Illuminati. Fake this fake Illuminati that was there. Illuminati. It's the Illuminati. Illuminati. Exactly. The Illuminati. <laughs> oh man, I don't know why I found that so funny, but it's so funny because it's so true. Like they're like, hey, we have Black Bolt. And he can he can just whoop you really quick, and she's like, "Psych!" Boom! Head, ex- head exploded. No mouth, right? She, I mean, she she <laughs> freaking John Krasinski does. Ah! <laughs> also, strings. I mean, I, we can go into the we can go into the cameos uh, in in a second here, but I I love that she did just waste everyone, and everyone's Same like, "Well, Doctor Strange is really happy." They're like, "Well, Doctor was- Strange, she's so powerful." Well. Is he, is he though, right? You know, Wanda took like Wanda took him apart easily. No one, no one was going to beat Wanda in this unless Wanda decided, ah, I'm not going to do this. But going back to the point that Nate was saying, which I think you you nailed it, right? She went to zero zero to a hundred, like boom, right? 
um, she was in a Tesla, man. No, there was no friction. She just zoomed <laughs> to bad, right? Already. And, uh, and what, what they really needed to have done in this movie, this, this needed to be kind of the movie in between where she goes bad, right? right. Bring in, oh, I, I'm forgetting his name, uh, Chthon, Chthon. Uh, Mephisto. <laughs> no, the, the, what did they yeah, talk it, about it, him? In the Chith- movie. It is Chathon, the Chithon. demon in the comics that gives her, that curses her being the Scarlet Yeah, Blade. and right. he, he's the one that created the Darkhold things, tablets, uh, inscriptions in the first place, right? If, like, Chathon could have been the bad guy in this, right? And he wanted this power to go from universe to universe, uh, universe to universe, and Wanda helps, right? She already has, like, this connection with the Darkhold, so she knows about it, right? And so Doctor Strange goes to her. She's able to help him. Right, and they're able to overcome the uh, Khan and his minions that want America Chavez's power. And then at the end, she's she takes a step further into the darkness because she's like, "Wait, like I, I know I can my get kids my kids there. back because of this." And she sees some of the power that Khan has. She still defeats him. Right? It's like I feel like that would have been so much more simpler. Um, I don't know, more simpler, more simple. I don't know. I don't know the grammar there, but um, it would have <laughs> been much easier to do. Are more fulfilling to do uh, with Wanda as a character than how we go from zero to a hundred so quickly and right. become this evil, evil being. It's like, no, no, this takes time, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I totally agree. And see, and this is my issue with the movie. Like, like if I ignore everything outside of the MCU, like, and you know, the character, like big flaws, like it still is pretty entertaining. Like it was really fun seeing Wanda go through and just kind of annihilate everybody and then try to be like, how are we, how do we do this? Um, but just like, all those broader ramifications, like every everything that they're doing right now in the MCU, except for like Moon Knight or what if, I feel like, is just, okay, we need to get to the next thing. We need to get to the next thing. And there's no, there's nothing in between, you know, yeah. like they're not developing anything. And so, and then when they have the movie, they don't develop anyone in it. And so it's, we're just, I'm just like, Marvel is just like, I don't know what Kevin Feige's thinking. He's just like, just has like a shotgun in his like office or something. And he's like, okay, throw up a pile of ideas and he like blasts it, whichever one is left. <laughs> yeah. like, like, okay, we'll just throw this together into a movie, go. I'm like, come on. And I, I think a bigger, also a, a consequence or a flaw in this movie is that there's no real consequences for anything. Nah. Like you thought, because you know, the trailers, it seems like Doctor Strange is going to face consequences for messing with the multiverse yeah, that she has done multiple times. Everyone thought that, yes. Yeah, and then they go and it's like, well, Doctor Strange is kind of messed up in every universe, but it wasn't like... It didn't really feel like, oh, Doctor Strange is like, I should probably stop messing around with the multiverse because this is ruining people's lives. And kind of with this, it's kind of like they tamper so much with the multiverse and reality. And it's like, this is going to come back to get you. Like, you can't just keep doing these things without consequence. And it's going to happen to Marvel. <laughs> like, you can't keep doing these things without consequence, Marvel. <laughs> you're, so, you're so right. I feel like I'm Baron Mordo in the first one where he's like, the bill always comes due. Yeah, yeah. And the bill needs to come due in these movies. Otherwise, nothing is going to make sense. And so I feel like with that, like, they do all these crazy things. They hop from multiverse to multiverse. And I think the Illuminati, it's just, that's just one Illuminati of many because it was only in the one universe. They weren't all from mm-hmm. different universes. Those are all from the same universe. But it just kind of felt like, yeah, there was no real consequences. And when there's no real consequences for your actions, there's not really any stakes. Because yeah. I never, I didn't really feel, I guess, worried or stressed out. Ever. Like, yeah. sure, Wanda was murdering people, which 
I, I do want to say, yeah, that when she murdered everyone, that <laughs> was, that that was a, too bad. It, it was, <laughs> I thought it was sad sick. for them, but it was, that was quality entertainment. But it's not like, our universe, except for the sorcerers. They got shredded. <laughs> Sorry, that, that is true. Yes. <laughs> but that was that was one moment I'm like, okay, that was that was entertaining. She murdered them pretty brutally. And <laughs> that, I'm like, I can get behind that. that um, <laughs> and it was more like the, that Mar that Illuminati was like the quote Avengers of the uh, of that universe, right? They because they were the ones that had to stop Thanos, right? So they were more of the Avengers. They weren't really the the Illuminati. But no more Avengers or no more quote Illuminati that's protecting that universe anymore because Wanda killed them. So anyone can have free reign on, on we don't even universe. care about. Yeah, because it's like all them die, and I'm like, eh, whatever. Like I yeah. just mm-hmm. met you. I don't care if anybody dies in another universe. And it's like the yeah. sad thing is, it's like, oh no, what happens here? It's like, okay, America dies. It's like, uh, okay, okay. Like it, now Wanda's gone. Like okay, but I'm gonna jump into other points. So Nate, keep going before I, I tangent off yeah. again. I, I do want to say, like like it is cool to see the Illuminati, even though they're kind of lame. But like Captain Carter, that was really cool to see. I thought that was a yeah, interesting like inclusion that. to make uh Mar- Maria Rambo the Captain Marvel in that mm-hmm. universe. Professor X, I think, was cool. Black Bolt, I just didn't oh. like his costume. Oh, awful! It was terrible. Awful! It was yeah. I, it just it looked it looked really bad his costume and, and, and I don't know what if maybe it was me I'm like he looked like he had a dad bod I don't know <laughs> like, so, I just felt like he looked bad okay well yeah. they they took the same guy yes. so they had the there was the canceled Inhuman ABC series that no one talks about the, that no one yeah no one talks <laughs> about so it was so but, bad but they took that guy that played Black Bolt in that series and he's uh, reprising the role but I just, I just didn't think he looked cool he didn't look like Black Bolt he kind of just looked he looked weird and his costume was bad. And I'm like, I, I just didn't like he it. Had, but. He had no presence to Black Bull is supposed to have this enormous presence. All the Inhumans yeah. look to him. He's uber powerful. And this guy was like, dude, did you just like pull up to the Dollar Tree and, and get that costume? <laughs> right. It was it was it was terrible. And yeah, he looked totally out of shape. And Black like, Bolt's supposed to be just shredded, ripped. Right. So like, oh, when I when I saw that, uh, like, uh if I was dead, I would have rolled over in my grave. That's how bad yeah. it, it really was with Black Bolt. <laughs> then kind of ending off with John Krasinski. John Krasinski's Krin- Krin- Mr. Yeah. Fantastic. I, uh, Jim I from did, The Office. Yeah, Jim <laughs> from The Office. I didn't, I didn't see anything about that, so I was very surprised. And I'm like, hey, they did it. Yeah, that was, that was did, surprised. That was surprising. I did enjoy that. He looked exactly like fan casting, but... It was kind. Of, it was fan service. I enjoyed the fan service, and I kind of knew like when Wanda was coming. I'm like, she's gonna kill all of them, and I'll be yeah. like, but I have no qualms with that. But I did like. I do like how it does open the possibility for the Fantastic Four because uh, uh, Doctor Strange, when he sees Mister Fantastic, he, he makes a comment about the '60s, and so I hope that leads to a very <laughs> '60s themed Fantastic Four movie in the future. But it, it's in obviously um, Charles Xavier, uh, Patrick Stewart, I like. You, you do Patrick Stewart. I just, I do love Patrick Stewart. So it's, it's like a nice familiar feeling of like, okay, I don't necessarily agree. Like this doesn't make sense, but you can kind of look back and be like nostalgia. Like, okay, that's kind of cool. I, I can find enjoyment in that, even though they all get brutally murdered. Weak and, Professor X too. Yes, oh, that, that's something I do have to say. That was a complete missed opportunity to be like, do a cool mental battle. Like actually that's the one time I want to see like a mental battle in their minds. Cause it's Professor X. And Scarlet Witch, and then they just murder him in two seconds. It's like this dude can literally contain the Phoenix. You don't think he can put up a decent fight against Scarlet Witch? Yes. Like, and the Phoenix that Force was something that was disappointing. Is like the one of the most powerful things in the universe. And I mean, we kind of got that that mind battle with Apocalypse and 
uh, in yeah. X-Men Apocalypse a little bit. But. And it always makes me so sad when Professor X dies, too. Like, I'm always like, no. Like, he was Not such a nice suit. He was such a nice he's, guy. He's always the best. Like, all the other ones, like, I was happy when they all died. I'm like, yeah, kill them all, Wanda. But when Professor X, I'm like, oh, no, not him. Like, we like him. <laughs> not again. Yeah, I'm, not again. I, I have a hard, going back to the cameos, I have a hard time really, even though, like, Jim Halpert fits the part, like, he looks the part, I, I cannot see him as anyone else than Jim Halpert, just because I'm such a huge Office fan. I've been watched it on repeat for, you know, five, six yeah. years now. So. Uh, I didn't think he was a very good Reed Richards, which is why it's perfect that it's just a cameo when he dies. That's my that's my hope. I, I hope that they go with someone else as a Reed Richards and Reed Richards, and this was just a, a different Reed Richards from uh, a multiverse or a different universe. Though it was it was a surprise indeed. I I did not see it coming uh, at at all. So that that was good. I'm glad they were able to keep that spoiler free. I feel like uh, for, for the most part. Something I do have to say, I did enjoy about this movie, and for for as much as its flaws visually it looks really good mm -hmm. like i have to say like even though i didn't love all the action i felt like they actually did some creative things with magic like the whole music note battle i'm like huh that was kind of cool and mm -hmm. kind of some of the ways that they, they did fight and just like the visuals of like all the different universes and when they're going through everything like visually i think it's a very satisfying movie that it looks very well done and the cgi is very great and i think they have a couple interesting concepts visually granted that doesn't really add anything to the story but I do think it does look good despite its numerous flaws. Yes. Visually yeah. jumping from universe to universe, seeing or really getting, I guess, just a taste of everything that's, that's out in the multiverse uh, was cool. Uh, a lot of bright, vivid colors, very eye-catching, and, and some interesting ways of, of kind of bending our, our reality. Though I will say it was a little, I think, lackluster, even in the bending of the reality. Uh, as to what we've seen, I mean, I mean, we didn't even get like a really good Doctor Strange fight uh, in this one. Sorry, I'm, I'm going back to the negatives. I'm, I'm taking the positive, moving it into and the negative. To the negative, right? Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, like I think think about Endgame, right? Where we where we got Doctor Strange going toe to toe with Thanos. You mean right. Infinity War? Infinity Excuse War. Excuse me, yeah. Endgame was terrible. Infinity yeah, War. Thank you. I was like, <laughs> what are you saying? <laughs> He's a madman. No. Um, so, like, we, we got him going toe-to-toe -to -toe with Thanos, and it, it was awesome, and you saw all these different types of... Uh, spells. Spells and we weapon magic arsenal that, you know, that Doctor Strange has, and, and it was, and it was so, so cool, and we didn't really get any of that. We didn't get any of the, the spells in his magic arsenal going against Wanda. We didn't get a 1v1 at all um, where it was really satisfactory enough to be like, oh yeah, Wanda's way better. Um, but Doctor Strange is still sick, right? We just kind of, it was just like, oh, I can't defeat her. I'm just going to use all of the yeah. army of all these people that I have. It's like, what? You know? And so, so that was very, very frustrating. Again, it wasn't, a, it wasn't really a Doctor Strange film. Doctor Strange is in it. I wouldn't even say it was a Wanda film. It was just a film for a means to an end to, to get into the multiverse way too quick. They pulled like a Justice League DC move on, on us where it just boom, trying to do everything way too quick here. See, so I'll call it I'll call it more like the amazing Spider-Man 2, where uh they try they're trying to get to Sinister Six that they tell a, a only kind of crappy Spider-Man Spider-Man movie. Mm -hmm. And so you're yeah. kind mm -hmm. of like it, it's it's a means, it's it's a movie to get you to watch the next movie. Yeah, right. is the biggest thing. And maybe I'm just I'm just hopeful now that it will 
be better than the next movie. I had low expectations for Thor Love and Thunder, but now I'm like, well, Thor Love and Thunder might be better than this. Yeah, that that was the same way. Yeah. I will say this. The movie, it it definitely, it was a different style of movie. It was much more horror-esque and a lot more gory. Like, yeah, people the whole, died, died in this. But, but the gore was <laughs> people like... People died. People die every day. I mean... People die every day. Uh, the every gore day. was, was kind of cheesy, I would it argue. It was pretty chilly. Like, when, when, she kills, when she kills Black Bolt, when Wanda kills Black Bolt, uh, and then he's got the... Like, his head kind of, kind of explodes, and then he's got, like, some blood coming out his nose. It looked like just... It just looked totally fake to me. Um, mm. it, it was more like you wince at it, but you're not like, I have to look away. Yeah. Or, right. But make it like uh, 11 from Stranger Things. Make it like that kind of blood where it looks a little more real and you're like, oh, right. But yeah, I thought that was cheesy. And I know it had the horror vibes. I think Sam Raimi really just kind of wanted to do a horror type yeah. involvement in Marvel and see how it worked because that's what he what he likes. And uh, I eh, it just didn't didn't fit for me. I don't know. I think it would have made sense. Like the horror part doesn't bother me because it's like demon. See, I just thought there was going to be a lot more demons and creatures in it. And I thought yeah, like, Dr. Wasn't Strange anything. would have to, to fight them. But then I, I was, I was actually disappointed that we didn't see more monsters in the movie. And like, you yeah. know, I, I, we sometimes complain like it was just a stupid monster. It wasn't compelling, but I'm like, we needed a monster and we needed more monsters in this movie and we needed more stakes for Dr. Strange, but it was very lackluster on that element. And I think you could have showed some really interesting creatures or like creatures from the comics from that we've seen in, you know, over the years in Doctor Strange, because there's so many crazy creatures. But it felt like they focused on the wrong elements with these characters and then told not the most compelling story or an interesting story or one that made sense with the characters that they chose to put in. And I will say this, I did. One of the things I did enjoy about the movie is that it, I felt like it did keep me guessing. Like, I didn't know what they were going to do next. Like, for example... I mean, I was really disappointed that it wasn't like zombie Doctor Strange from What If, but that was a really good twist where I'm like, oh, he's actually the zombie. Like, like that's actually kind of fun. The thing that I didn't like from that where it was like, he's like, oh, and make sure to protect me. And she's like, from what? Like from the army of the damned. And you're just like, what the crap is that? And then all of a sudden it's like, oh no, the army of the damned. <laughs> and then um, uh, multi-universe Christine is just like, they're just spirits use them and he's just like oh yeah i can just do that i'm like i'm just like i don't know i felt like there's just so many things at the end where it was just like you know it's like they're just spirits use them you just have to believe you can use your like just a lot of cop out crap where i'm like or wong like scarlet he's like i know what you're going to do to me she's like yeah i'm gonna throw you off this ledge with your sling ring (laughs) and and he's just like and then he's there at the bottom of the cliff and he's like, all right, I'm here. I guess I'll just climb up the most slow, awkward way possible. <laughs> I don't know. It's just, yeah, Wong just a lot is, of ridiculous Wong, stuff. <laughs> Wong is useless in this movie. And he's supposed to be the Sorcerer Supreme. And, and yeah, the dude he is, is the Sorcerer everyone's Supreme. Everyone's useless in this movie. No one does jack. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and that's, I think, there was a big fail. It's like the Sorcerers are supposed to be very, very powerful beings. And, and the dark, in, in like WandaVision, right, when... Agatha's talking to Scarlet Witch. I mean, like, oh, it's said that your power is even greater than the Sorcerer Supreme. This was like more like, yeah, the Sorcerer Supreme is basically like a peanut compared to you. <laughs> like, it, there yeah. was no, no, it wasn't even close, right? And, and I think that's just a, a fail in, in using like Doctor Strange and those sorcerers in a good way in a Doctor Strange movie. I mean, it was Doctor Strange movie. And we saw the sorcerers at the very beginning just get 
utterly, utterly wasted. And that felt a little fast, a little rushed in my opinion too. Um, but I think uh, one thing that, that I think really gets me is, uh, just Dr. Strange as a character. Again, I didn't feel like his character really rang true to what we've seen him or what he was really supposed to be right. Like in doctor, in the original Dr. Strange and Dr. Strange infinite, uh, in infinity war, I feel like that was the Dr. Strange that people really liked. And we were stoked about, we were excited to see more of him in, in the future. And then we get to like no way home and he is defeated by, by math. Right. And it's like, Oh my gosh. Right. <laughs> and his lines were lost, were, were horrendous. And, and he was ir- ir- irrelevant in that movie. And then boom, we think, Oh, well, we got a movie starring him and, and he's still a little irrelevant. The only time that I really felt like he was his character was when he was roasting the Illuminati. And I'm like, yes, this is the Dr. Strange that we yeah. like. That is very, like he, he's extremely smart, very witty, can roast people, uh, but he's arrogant, now a little more humble. Yeah, very, very arrogant, but like he has the balance between that arrogance and, and his power, right? And it didn't really, I didn't get a, any sort of note of that arrogance uh, at all in the film. And I mean, if he was really Doctor Strange, if he was the same Doctor Strange that we saw in Infinity War, he would have killed America Chavez. All, all of the different... Uh, yeah, all stranges. The, the, the one <laughs> that got killed at the beginning, the Defender Strange or whatever, he was really more of a true strange. He's like, hey, I, I have to kill you. This is like, this is the only way, right? Just like, he's like, uh, if, I'm, I'm, if I have to, I'm going to kill you, Spider-Man. I'm going to kill you, Iron Man, to save uh, the Infinity the Stone, right? And that was not even, even like a thought in this one. He's like, I'm just right. going to save America Chavez. It's like, Dude, that you're they even to even develop him to be able to say, okay, I'm actually going to save instead of just do the cosplay yeah. with it. Yeah, because you know? even 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 at the beginning, when that other doctor Nick, when they're at the wedding, and he's like, "Was there no other way?" And he's like, "Yeah, there wasn't any other way." Like, I think he'll have a greater part. I think he's going to have some sort of yeah, like relevance in in the future. Just that's the the vibe that I get, uh, and that's me not even looking at any theories or know a lot about that character but that's my thought yeah i guess it just it just really feels like to me that it's all like they really have no idea where they're going and this is why i, I said earlier like i, I feel like I feel like people are kind of jumping ship so like john krasinski's like oh they're asking me to do a cameo like free publicity while marvel's still good heck yeah like i just like it's really going downhill for me and i'm not seeing any light at the end of the tunnel like spider-man can be done like Tom Holland could walk off really easily now. Like even now this Dr. Strange, like, I mean, I guess it looks like they're trying to move forward with him, but like, they just don't have anyone that I'm like, really, I really want to come back and see anymore. Like, Mm -hmm. I think something I was talking about with my roommates, Marvel, even like I enjoyed no way home, but I, I, since it's come out on Blu-ray, I've been watching some clips from it. It's not really that compelling or that no. good as like in the theater. It's really, I think yeah. Marvel is kind of coasting on nostalgia and they're trying to be like, oh, you still care about these characters. And, you know, we do care. We care about Doctor Strange. We like Spider-Man. But now they've only told, I think, not as great stories with them. And they need to focus on telling new stories and introducing new characters that you actually care about. And I feel like they flopped on that. But basically everything except Moon Knight because yeah. Eternals. Can you even name one Eternal right now? Like. Think, think uh, about it. Uh, not Cersei. Maybe Cersei? Yeah, I can uh, name Icarus because I liked him. And Icarus, yeah. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. And, and uh, so, don't, don't forget Athena. Uh, oh, it is Athena, yeah. Actually. No, it's, it's just so, Athena. Oh, it's Athena. Yeah. Yep, uh. yeah. But it, it feels like Marvel, and this is what I felt during with Doctor Strange, like 
if this was a new character, this would also be a complete flop because they're like, yeah. this doesn't work. There's literally zero character development yeah. for the main character. And so I think Marvel really needs to get their game together. Stop, start making quality content. Stop making, uh, like you need quality over quantity and start having a plan to be like, we're building up to this. Let's tell a more compelling story. Because right now it just feels like they're, they're, they're force feeding you the microwaved meals that have been mm-hmm. in the freezer for like a month. And you're like, this is kind of <laughs> nasty. Like I'm hungry, but this is kind of nasty. And so with that, like I feel like Doctor Strange really falls flat because it doesn't really tell a Doctor Strange story. It doesn't really tell a story. It's just a bunch of cool things to be like, remember that one time? And I had my roommate say, he's like, maybe you need to think of them more like comic books instead of just movies. But I'm like, I know it's like a it's like a piece of the puzzle, but this puzzle we don't know what the, this puzzle is building to. And right now, it kind of feels like you're you're just doing you're getting away with it because you did good you get you did good stuff mostly for like a decade, but now you're you're falling flat and you're not adjusting to what I think your core fans need. Because if you lose your core fans with Marvel, you just have casual fans. That's not going to be enough to sustain you. Yeah, it's not gonna force you to really make the good movies if everyone's like oh yeah that was great oh yeah that was great i think we have such high expectations is because they did so well originally right um they were able to create these individual movies build the characters have a a cool villain and have it be entertaining in just a single movie and then they were able to connect all those together now i feel like those individual movies are are falling flat and we've, we've really seen that so it's like, wait, you've done it before. How, how come you can't do it now? It's like they do great on these intro when they when they introduce the character. It's like, oh yeah, it's really cool. And then it's like, maybe some of the sequels, not as much. I guess it's hard to say. I really I like, I loved some of the the second and third of Captain America. I think better than, better than the first. So I'm just kind of going back. But yeah, frustrating to see. I think Marvel in this stage, and I th- think I was really like brought forth with this right. movie that had such big hype, such high expectations. We thought we would, we didn't think it was going to be like so big, like some end game stakes thing. Right. But we did feel like, Hey, because we're going into the multiverse, there's going to, it's going to feel a little bigger, a little more serious. And it really just felt like irrelevant. Well, and I think it works with like looking to the past is like any mistakes in the first phases of the MCU were really contained to like the individual movie, you know, like, it didn't have broad ramifications for the MCU. Or is this like, you messed this up big, like Scarlet Witch is quote gone or something like Dr. Strange is like really different. You introduce this new, like these are really big ramifications for the MCU. So and personally, I, I, I'm saying let's give Marvel one more year. We'll give them till guardians of the galaxy volume three. And if we're still here, I, I think it's time to call for the MCU bo- boycott. You know, we got to we got to rise up the fans and say, "Got to hey, get rid of, got to get rid of Feige." Yeah, he, like it's like we loved what you've done, but <laughs> we have no further use he, of you. He's, <laughs> <laughs> he's become the very thing he's sworn to destroy, destroy. right? And, and I, it's gonna <laughs> and it's gonna be tough because you know people, everyone's just like, "Oh, if it says Marvel in it, like I'm automatically gonna cry tears of joy because it's the best thing I've ever seen." It's like, guys, get off the bandwagon. You weren't there. You you weren't there when the first Iron Man came out. Like <laughs> was, you didn't was, start watching the movies till they became big, like and were yeah. a cultural phenomenon. We were there at the beginning. You gotta trust. You gotta trust the true fans. Let's, like all the casual fans out there, don't to all the casual fans out there, don't like this crap. Be critical. Don't just go along with it because yes. everybody's like Marvel and that's what it means to be cool. Like, no, fight back, call the movie for what it is, a bad movie with bad ramifications. <laughs> for the MCU and we deserve better. 
our money should go to something better. Let's let's give it to Star Wars. Make your full focus. <laughs> make, make your full focus on Star Wars. Take a break from the Marvel. Make Star Wars great, right? And then maybe come back to Marvel in a little bit. I mean, that's not what they're going to do because they're. That's we can make too much money doing whatever yeah. the crap we want. Yeah. <laughs> really quickly, let's talk about the the post credit scene. Uh, post credit scene, Clea. She's uh, the sorcerer of the dark dimension because she opens the portal up to the dark dimension, and later becomes the wife of Doctor Strange. So don't know where they're going to go with that, but it happened. He's got a third eye from the dark hold. Doesn't seem to bother him at all. He's chilling. No consequences for any actions whatsoever. He doesn't learn anything. Also, I just don't like it when, like, my favorite thing about a post credit scene is that they tease something about to happen. Not, here's a new character. We're going to go on this adventure. It's like, that's what? <laughs> like, yeah, it wasn't like a it's good very, tease. It's much better when it's Nick Fury passes a file. Iron Man looks at it, it says Avengers Initiative, and you're just like, oh, like, not just Nick Fury passes a file, boom, Hulk and, and, and all these other people show up right there. <laughs> we got to go save the world. You know, it's like, come on. Let's, yeah. Don't treat us like we're idiots, even though I, maybe we are idiots. <laughs> I totally agree. It was not a tease at all. A lot of people don't know about Clea as a character uh, at all. And, and like my first thought is, oh, they're going to use her to. Uh, replace Doctor Strange because that's what they did in the comics, right? They kill Doctor Strange and Clay replaces him. Though in talking with Benedict Cumberbatch, I mean he's he's a super he's a star, right? He's he's a big time star. I don't think you can really re- replace him uh, very easily. Just like they're gonna have a very difficult time doing a, re- a replacement Iron Man, right? So uh, he said though Benedict Cumberbatch has said that that he wants to play Doctor Strange like for the next ten years. So m- my hope is that we do get him. For the next 10 years and his character develops into more than what they're trying to do with him right now in the second film so that that's the hope uh there and, and hopefully they'll he'll yeah he'll face some some ramifications and we'll have a, a the actual mordo come back and be like hey uh the bill is due right so because this one they teased it but it wasn't really it and then they teased a, a, a other cool strange with the third eye he was super weak right so yeah so many lies. Just also want to mention really quickly before we dive into ratings, Bruce Campbell cam- cameos like he does in all Sam Raimi films. Uh, he's in Evil Dead. He's uh, in all three Spider-Man Raimi mm-hmm. trilogy films. So that's kind of a staple for Sam Raimi. Yeah. Punches himself in the face for three weeks. Ah, well, that but, was pretty savage. That was pretty evil. Like, yeah, he'd be know, dead. Like, <laughs> the guy's like, like, hey, you didn't pay me. Well, let me put a spell on you. <laughs> I'm going well, to kill you. How about that? But, <laughs> you know, like, I'm like, I'm like, this is hot rod, like Rico and them, like smashing into the guy's trailer. And then, <laughs> and then, and then just beating him up. Him. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, dive into ratings. Who, who wants to go first? I actually haven't thought about this. Like you guys I'll go. Start. Or, yeah, go Christian and then I'll go. So I'm, I'm going to give this uh, a, like 2.9 stars um no 2.8 as i talk about it more and more uh, i i just i i didn't enjoy it and it was kind of sad after i got out of the theater and i i slept that night and i woke up i'm like dang it, it was real right it was not <laughs> as good of a movie as i wanted as i wanted it to be i was hoping it was all it was all a dream and another universal self out there was experiencing this horrible horribleness so um yeah 2.8 stars it just it did not hit on on any level i thought there were so many just inconsistencies with the characters it wasn't really that complaint of a story with no stakes 
And and this was me going into it with low expectations. I thought the trailers looked sick and I had had such high potential. But as the movie got closer and closer, I, I just kind of brought my expectations down. And even with those low expectations, I just felt I just felt disappointed. So like 2.8 stars for me, just kind of a bummer. Hoping they can turn Marvel turns this around. Uh, but it, it's a, a little little worrisome. I'll, I'll say that. Yeah, I think I can. I can go to five, five point five. Like, I think if you go to this movie, you'll you'll be entertained enough. Like, I think there's enough twists, there's enough kind of suspense, even though there's not really any stakes, and and there's enough like there's enough of Wanda destroying everybody that that you're gonna get like, you know, I think your entertainment fill of it. But it isn't a very good movie, and it, it has huge, huge ramifications for 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 the MCU and. I'd like to call it the beginning of the end, even though I, I think we were already there, but this is like the true thing. Like they're in the okay, end game. They're in the end, end game now. now. So yeah, five, 5.5 out of 10 for me. For me, I'll, I'll give it a probably, I was going to give it a good, but I'm like, eh, Wanda murdering all the Illuminati. It's good action. Yeah. <laughs> Intense action, but good action. But yeah, it just didn't really tell a complete story. It felt like a waste of Dr. Strange. It was a filler movie. Get, to make you watch the next one. So be like, hey, look at all the possibilities we have. Also, I forgot to mention this. I thought we were going to get maybe more of a tease of an X-Men. You know, maybe Wanda would actually do yeah. something. I thought we, we, you could tie in more into that and actually give you know, hope for the X-Men. But no, they're like, huh, Wanda might be dead. And I'm like, that's just unfulfilling if that's her character arc and she's dead. I don't think she's dead, but like, no, so that is the way she ends. She's a contract for six more movies. Oh, okay. So oh, okay, good well, that's then. good. But still, it's just... It was it was a waste. It was a waste, and I'm like, you had some entertaining moments, but for the most part, it's like you could have told a lot more compelling story and made this a lot more interesting than it was. So, so probably, like Teacher said, you'll be in, in attain, you'll be entertained for the most part, but it's a probably should have probably should have been a could, but I'll keep it at a probably, probably should have been a could. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, this so, is a, yeah, honestly, it's like a. I just thought of this. This is like a more violent B movie version of Civil War, where it's like, who's the villains? <laughs> we are. <laughs> and it's like, except we don't have any arc to justify it. So yeah. that wraps up our thoughts on Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Our listeners out there, our listeners out there, let us know your guys' thoughts. But we gotta play the quote one more time. It's a All right, that is the quote again, and that brings us to the end of this episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. We appreciate all you listeners out there. If you want a chance to get a shout-out on our podcast, you can do that by following us on social media, on Instagram and Twitter, at Quotes and Stuff Pod. If you DM us guessing the quote correctly before we reveal it, we, you will get a shout-out. If you want another way to reach out to the show, you can also do that through email. That's quotesandstuffpod at gmail.com, sending in your guys' suggestions or thoughts about any of the things we talk about. Once again, thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll see you next time. Goodbye. Adios.